Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, what a show we've got tonight, Zach. I've got a revolutionary way uh, to teach you how to eat minties. I've heard about this, Dom. See, most people dedicate their lives to maybe science, (laughs) maybe sport, maybe the arts. (laughs) You have dedicated your life to how to eat minties, and... I, I do know what you're talking about, yes. and this will blow people's minds if it's true. It is true. It's incredible. And I hope, just like science and arts, there will be a Nobel Prize for it one day. Um, and I know that, look, you might be wondering, why should I stay listening? Some shows interview world-famous people. Some give away millions of dollars. But tonight, I can change your whole palette. Before 11.30 tonight, yes. you might not ever look at a minty <laughs> the same way again. So stay tuned for that. Up next, though, Zaka. I had a blood test today, and what happened afterwards is, um, look, it's something I think you need to put out a public apology for. Okay. Uniting shift workers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. I did something today after getting a blood test that I might need to issue a public apology for. Sure. Uh, What happened? Let me just run you through my morning. So, went in for my blood test. Now, I'm not the most masculine of people at the best of times. When you introduce needles, I'm just terrified. No, you hate needles, hey? Like, you avoid them at all costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, as in, when my doctor told me it was worth getting a blood test just to make sure I was okay, I was like, you know what? I, I contemplated, is life worth the pain? Okay. <laughs> I'm happy to take the risk. But I went in for the blood test, and I was lying, I took the lying down option, not the sitting uh, up option. Mm-hmm. And as I was lying there, I was absolutely wincing through the blood test, you know, eyes shut, kind of glenching my fists. Um, the nurse administering the blood test uh, was trying to distract me by talking about the poster on her wall. Yeah. So I think that's what they do for the kids who are in there. So <laughs> really. What was the poster? Was it like a kiddie thing? Uh, it was like mascots around Australia or something. Okay. Yeah. Know. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> One of your favorite subjects to talk about. <laughs> Pretty educational. Like yeah. I say. Um, anyway, but I, I got through the blood test and lay there for a few more minutes and she gave me a little cup of lemonade. To, to lift my spirits. Um, and I walked out of there and I went to get lunch uh, in the shopping centre attached to where I got the blood test. And I've got, you know how they have the, like, the cotton bud and it's like taped to your arm? I noticed this because we met up this afternoon and you're yes. still wearing it. And I was thinking to myself, how long are you meant to wear that for? <laughs> I think it's about an hour or two from what I was told. But so I walked in to get lunch with the cotton bud taped to my arm where, where they put the needle in. And uh, I'm feeling a bit lightheaded, so I'm not totally switched on. I'm not totally with it, which is... What the it's the excuse I'm going to use for what happened next. The woman who served me at lunch, um, she saw the I guess where I'd had the blood test and said, "Have you just given blood?" Right now, I wasn't really thinking. I was a bit out of it, and I said, "Yeah, I have." What a hero! <laughs> what a great thing to do. She well, she stops Zach, and she's like, "You people who do that are incredible." And I'm like, "Oh." And then she says, "Last year, my mum got saved. Her life got saved by a blood transfusion." <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, no. And then she gave me her staff discount on my lunch. (laughs) I have. Because are you thinking through your head at the time, like, should I correct her? And then once you're into it, you're like, well, I can't correct her now. It's too far in. Once I've wimped my way through the blood test and now I'm being praised as some sort of a hero for for going through a routine medical procedure. You know what what they need? This is what they need to do. Yeah. Is the cotton buds need to be different colours. (laughs) There needs to be a hero cut and bud. <laughs> that and just like the gold. general Yeah, and yeah, gold. Yes. And that way you walk around like a badge. <laughs> but if there's a gold one for the heroes and maybe a white one's just the normal one, there should also be like a cowardly one. This guy sat down through it. <laughs> <laughs> Uniting Uber drivers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, it is time to bring some class to the radio. 
Trashy TV poetry. The way this works, Dom, is we take the characters, themes, maybe the storylines from A Current Affair, mm. and we turn them into poetry. It's, it's kind of like a restoration project, you know what I mean? You're taking something that might not have high cultural uh, value and you're turning it into art. So we do the first line. Yes. And A Current Affair does the second line, Dom. It's collaboration. We'll show you what you mean. Uh, our first poem tonight, Dom, is mm. about a certain character. He's yep. a Romeo. Okay. He's a dreamer. He's a lover. Roses are red. Bees like to make honey. Now, an update on one of Australia's most notorious love rats. Ben Marks will steal your heart and then your money. (laughs) They love the people who who are trying to get into you to steal your money, don't they? The love rats. There's a subcategory (laughs) on a current affair called love rats, and we can turn that into art, I think, Dom. Beautifully done. And some of the great pieces of poetry of all time have centred around love and maybe unrequited love, so I think that's good. Well, our next one stays with the love theme, Dom, and a lot of people celebrate their weddings with different traditions. Mm. I think this one takes the cake. Roses are red. The uni student is an undergrad. A wedding celebration that disappeared in a cloud of pink smoke after the bridal party decided to turn a quiet suburban street into a skid pad. (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. Oh, Tracy Grimshaw just has the voice for it, doesn't she? She's a poet. She's a treasure. <laughs> you should look that story up as well. It's about a bridal party whose car did a burnout up the street as they left. It's really quite something to look at. <laughs> that's great. And note that one down if you're planning a wedding at the moment. Uh, our final one tonight, Dom, is about changing expectations. Everyone expects that a drug dealer will look a certain way. Mm. Not this one. Roses are red. My mum... Likes to make cheesecakes. Now the latest on the grandfather found dealing drugs from his milk bar. Boris Fane was caught selling marijuana, not milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, it's time for the game anyone in a car can play. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. The way this works, Dom, on 131060, if you have been anywhere, give (laughs) us a call. From just asking three questions, mm. we want to see if we can guess where you've been. Frank is our first contestant tonight. Frank, I'm going to kick this off by asking you, how many people were at your event tonight? Uh, just me. Just you? It's oh, a, okay, oh. Frank was there by himself. We haven't had a solo event before, Zach. This is new. Um, and Frank, were you paid to be there? No. No. Okay. 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 This is interesting. Or instantly I'm thinking maybe Frank's gone to a movie on his own. That's or a good idea. Something like that. What's well, your question, Dom? Um, Frank, can I ask you, and I'm sorry if this is an inappropriate question, but what are you currently wearing? <laughs> uh, I'm in my suit, straight from work. So I'm wearing pleats and a shirt. <laughs> okay, well, Frank, did you just give it away? <laughs> Frank, but he said he wasn't paid to be there. Okay, true. So it's not work. So he stopped somewhere after no. work. I okay. reckon he stopped maybe for dinner. On the way home from work. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. I'm uh, happy to go with it. Frank, have you just stopped for dinner on the way home from work? No. Oh. Was it the movies, Frank? <laughs> no. No, it was, uh, it was Crown Casino. Okay. Oh, you've been at the casino. That's close to dinner. Well, we I'm sure we would have had food there. We should have guessed on the suit, though. You wear a suit to a casino, I guess, sure. this time on a, on a Wednesday night. Okay, Tiffany, I've got the first question for you. Um, okay. I want to know how big the building was. Oh, the building is um, quite massive. Quite How many massive. stories? Uh, it is two stories. How much did your thing cost you tonight? How much did it cost? It didn't cost me anything. Didn't cost Tiffany anything. All right, so big building and free of charge for Tiffany. And Tiffany, Zach. do you wear a uniform there? 
I don't have to wear a uniform. Mm. She's been at work. I was thinking work. It's definitely work. Yeah, big building. And I reckon it's a hospital, Dom. You think she worked at a hospital? Yeah, okay. because it's a big building, but it's only mm. two stories. I reckon hospital. Tiffany, do you work at a hospital? And is that where you've come from? Yes and yes. Yeah! Yes! Oh, Tiffany! Tiffany, what a moment. Thank you so much. You've, you've healed the radio show tonight yes. with that one. <laughs> Doing work on her way home. <laughs> um, well, Zach, do we, we keep going? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. But we've never got more than one. So That's if we can true. get this last one, yes. it will be the highest score ever scored on where do you come from. <laughs> a low bar, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Violet is in Geelong. Violet, the first question I want to throw your way. Uh, I want to know how long were you there? Um, an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Oh, instant I'm thinking movie, Zach, but I'll throw to you with the question. Violet, what did you think of the people you were there with? What did I think of them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were very energetic. Okay. Ooh, energetic. Very energetic. Maybe it's a party. Maybe Sport? It's a, I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good guess. Actually, this might help us. Violet, what were you wearing throughout the event? Um, got some jeans and a jumper and some mm. boots. That what makes it harder. Well, that's outdoors. That's outdoors. Jeans and a jumper. You wouldn't be and very... Boots. And, and boots. And boots, she said. I don't think that's indoors. That's outdoors. I reckon uh, it's a sporting event, Tom. Uh, that's that's too broad, though, Zach. We've got to go netball. <laughs> I think you were watching a friend's social sport game, Violet. No. Uh. <laughs> what was it, Violet? I was watching a friend do her gig at a bar. Oh, oh. So close. I got Jeez. the friend. I got watching. You, you had the sense that she was a yeah. supportive friend, and that's. I think that's close yeah. enough. Yeah, I did. I could hear that in your voice, Violet. <laughs> it came across. Oh, well, well um, one from three. Look, you know what? We keep the benchmark low. <laughs> <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making out of context news tonight, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull revealed how much he spent voting for Shannon Knoll in Australian Idol. I contributed $1.75 million. That was, now, that was the contribution I made. It's been talked about and speculated about, so there it is. Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking over from Grant Denyer as the host of Family Feud. He made it very clear that he has no interest in being involved. Uh, it is now my show, I'm the host, I'm the new boss, and I'm going to run this show. And celebrity chef Pete Evans is trading organs on the black market. Whether it's the brains or the kidneys or the livers or the tongue or the, the tail mm-hmm. or the foot, we get excited about that. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, we're talking about this story on news.com this afternoon. It's about a Sydney mum who has come out and talked about her habit of eating a kilo of minties a day. That's around Mm. about 180 minties. That's a habit that she has since kicked. Yes. But it got us talking about weird minty habits. This woman likes to eat a lot of minties. Mm. You though, Dom, you also have a weird minty habit. Um, By weird, do you mean... Uh, inspiring Mindy Habit because this is you know how every uh, many people have like a secret family recipe right they'll have they'll have something a spin that they have on a traditional dish that's just pretty incredible you told me the way you used to eat minties when you were a kid yes and I have never heard anything like it in my mm. life it's pretty amazing and uh, if I did go in MKR this is what I would present to Manu and, and Pete explain what it is it's I call it melted minties right so you know what's we all love the taste of a minty mm-hmm. but there's one major issue and you're holding a minty right now I got one as well. Mm-hmm. You know the major issue? They're like a rock. They're a pebble. I'll hit this on the desk and see if you can hear it. Yeah. See, that could have been a coin you're hitting there. That's a a hard minty. It's a hard minty. It takes you at least a minute or two in the mouth until that softens up. And who has that kind of time in this day and age? You you sound like an infomercial now. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I've always done, Zach. You pop it in the microwave for just, and and this is key, 9 to 11 seconds. Yep. 
and it's very important that it depends on your microwave. And then you taste it with a spoon and it is a whole new treat. So what, are you putting it on a plate? Are you microwaving it in the packet? Uh, no, you, so you unwrap it, put them on a plate. Uh, I've actually set this up. Our producer, Michael, has about 15 of them on a plate. And he's, is 15 the usual serving size that you'd go for? <laughs> I like it like a platter. Like imagine the hors d'oeuvres <laughs> that would go around at a party. Sure. Think of it like that. Okay, so if you're having a party <laughs> and it's last minute, you've got yes. a packet of minties, you might want to try this. Uh, I think we got our producer, Michael, in the kitchen now. Hey, guys. Yeah, I've got the plate of minties ready to go in the microwave. Pop them in. Let's do a live taste test, Dom. Yep. I'm very sceptical. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to taste. Uh, I should add, Michael, just before you set the time here, I haven't used this micro- uh, this microwave. I'm a bit nervous about using other equipment, but go for 10 seconds. We'll 10 go, seconds. Okay, I'll go for the full one zero. Yep. And describe this taste for us, Dom. So it's actually, it's the, the taste is the minty taste you've known and loved. It's just that instead of getting it over two minutes, you get the whole burst in about 10 seconds. Okay. It's beautiful. And the texture is pretty inspiring. We should be just about done there. Okay, we got the microwave minties. Michael just has to make his way down the hallway. Okay, bring them into the studio. Do Zach. I get final say on this? Um, yeah, you do, but I'll, I'm going to eat some myself. Yeah, I'm aware <laughs> of that, but I mean, do I get the say of whether this is a successful yes. thing that people should try at home or not? Your menu. Okay. Your menu in this scenario. I've always wanted to be a menu. Great. All right, bring in, bring in the minties, the melted minties. So far, they look and smell about the same. Yep. Yeah, bring them over here, Michael. Take them to Zach. Um, now, the moment of truth, Zach. Have a, have a bit of a taste. And can I just say, if this goes well, 7-Eleven owners around Australia, be ready because people are about to come in buying minties by the pack. Are they load. meant to be soft? They look a bit hard still. How soft are they meant to be? Uh, well, put them on in your mouth and have a look. If, if okay, maybe I'm trying the microwave... to scoop it up with the spoon that you've given me. It's stuck to the... That's a good sign. If okay. it's melted a little bit to the plate, that's a good sign. Okay, about to put it in. Now, hopefully this works. <laughs> that's chewing. That's a start. <laughs> What do you think, Zach? What's the what's the verdict? I'm going to be honest, Dom. Yep. It just tastes like a minty that's been in your bag in summer. <laughs> it's on. extremely bring, disappointing. Bring the plate over here. Bring the plate over here. I just want to. I want to make sure this very is very disappointing. I want to make sure this is the dish prepared. You told me I... that this would blow my mind about how to make minties. Um, mm, that needed a few seconds more. To oh, be honest. shut up! No, it's shut up. up. That's it. <laughs> It's slightly undercooked. I didn't know that microwave well enough. You know what you're like? What? You're like someone at a restaurant who sends something back to the chef, and the chef comes out and goes like, you know what? You're right. I didn't like it either. <laughs> no, you can't get on my side now. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Just eating a salad over here, and I'm wondering, I've never asked you the question before. Yep. What? Is your favourite leafy green? It's a good question, um, and it's. I'm surprised it hasn't come up in the few years I've known you, Zach. Uh, iceberg lettuce. Mm, that's the worst choice in the world. <laughs> How is that? The Firstly, worst? I'm not surprised because you're a very boring person. <laughs> but secondly, it's the most boring one. It literally it's, tastes like water. It doesn't have a taste. It's the most popular one, I'd say, because it's the cheapest. It's like people who like Coldplay, right? Shoot me. I like I like iceberg lettuce. No, that's not why. It's, it's popular. Yeah, no, no, no. But Coldplay's not the cheapest. Okay, that's true. That's true. Well, it's the bargain bin of your leafy greens. I can tell you my least favorite leafy. It also green. doesn't have any nutritional value. So that's wasted, mate. That's wasted. Well, it's not wasted calories because it's wasted eating. Do you want to know my least favorite leafy green? What? The red lettuce, whatever that one is. It's got tinges of red and, and purple in it. Do you know that one? Kale. Is, no, no. Kale, actually, kale is my least favorite. I don't like many leafy greens is what we're discovering here. I want to go on record here, Dom, if yeah. I could. So okay. could you please open the record? <laughs> Let me open the... Uh... This happens occasionally on the show. We'll yep. officially go on record. Um, is this in the vegetables chapter? Yep. yep. Open to vegetables. Right. Subcategory leafy greens. 
Um, geez, we haven't touched the vegetable section for a while. No, it's a bit dusty. I think last time was capsicum chat. Uh, yes, it was. And um, we decided red was better than green then, didn't and, we? And that you were saying capsicum wrong was the other thing we decided. Then. What am I saying? You said capsicum. What did you say? It's capsicum. Oh, okay. It's an M on the end. Let's not rehash that. <laughs> I mean, we did a whole week on that last year. <laughs> we did, and that is in the in the record. Um, all right, so. Um, we're what in vegetables, I... leafy greens. Yep, leafy greens. I want to put down on the record. Yes. That the official... Um, leafy green list should yes. go number three. Okay, number three. Got it. We have kale. <laughs> oh, come uh, on. If kale popular, gets... yes. Good for you. Not so good on the taste. That's why it's number three. It's tangy. It's awful. Number two, yep. rocket. Number one, baby spinach. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, why? Um, so is it, are nutritional. These, are these the spinach leaves? Yeah. Right. Tasty. Okay. No, they're not. They are. <laughs> they're Delicious. not tasty. Delicious. Oh, I couldn't disagree more on that. Uh, tasty. Um, nutritional, mm-hmm. jam-packed with nutrients. There's so um, many nutrients in there, Dom, you wouldn't believe. Can I ask a question? Just, right. Has some vegetable lobby given you a sponsorship over the weekend? Mm. If you guys go to leafygreens.com, <laughs> subcategory baby spinach, you will see a picture of me. That is a choice I've made. I have not been paid for that endorsement. Oh, geez. Well, look, uh, it's in the record now. Um, Kale, rocket, then baby spinach. Mm. Um, And look, that was one of the big unanswered questions of the show, so I'm glad to have it covered. Just enjoying some rocket on the mic. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, I've just pitched to you my recipe idea for melted minties. The most disappointing thing I've ever tasted. (laughs) The idea being that if you put minties in the microwave for about 10 to 12 seconds... Uh, they taste so much better. They're much softer. They're much nicer. And we just broadcast the worst segment that's ever been broadcast <laughs> on radio because it was very underwhelming. They tasted like minties that had been in the sun in summer. The reviews were already pouring in for this one, and yep. they're not great, I'll be honest. But it's because the microwave here, Zach, uh, wasn't as high a wattage as I'd expected. So I've put these in throughout the song there for a few more minutes, a mm. few more seconds, sorry. Have a taste of this. This is what I meant by melted minties. Okay, I'm going to give this a second go. <laughs> Hopefully, come on, second time. It's stretching like um, like mozzarella now. That's what you want. You want it to be stretchy like a mozzarella. That's a, a good example. It's a different experience already, isn't it? <laughs> what do you think? Um, Better? I think you probably had a little bit of a sheltered childhood. <laughs> and the things that you thought were exciting <laughs> aren't really that exciting. <laughs> right across Australia. You're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I was talking about a, and don't ask me why this came up in conversation, but I was talking about a toilet habit I have today with a friend. Yeah, as all <laughs> good friends do, occasionally you have a chat about poo. Yeah, um, you should get one on a t-shirt, that's a good rhyme. Um, anyway, we, we were having a chat and I mentioned something I do and they told me that they think it's not just a bit abnormal, but very weird. So I wanted to bring this up and see, see, run it by you. I think you're a more normal person than me. This is an uncommon, Dom, yep. because firstly, you do a lot of weird things. <laughs> but secondly, this is where they are. They're in areas that you're not with other people. That's it. And so you do what you think is normal and you can be doing it for 10 years. Yes. And then somehow you have a conversation with someone else and you're like, what? No one else does that? I've been doing it wrong. It's a private space I'm letting you into here. Okay, so I'm interested to know what it is. This is when you're doing the more serious of the bowel movements, um, the number two. Okay. Um, yeah. Basically, normally the process of the number two, right, is maybe you spend a minute or two in the process of the action and the rest is clean up. Um, well, this is disgusting. Well, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to use cleaner language here, okay. right? Um, what I have done my whole life is I pre-prepare the toilet paper. 
Yeah. So I like take bit off, fold it up, put it on my leg. Another bit, fold it up. Put, uh, by the time I'm ready to go, I've got a stack of toilet paper on my leg, you, ready to go. You use toilet paper like people use sticky tape when they're wrapping <laughs> presents. <laughs> you know how you line it up on the table? Yes. Well, you do that with toilet paper. So you do think it's weird? Uh, yeah, super weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, it's efficient. So you're ready to go, quick fire. Uh, absolutely. 131060, if anyone else in the country does this, I need you to Why call Why would out. anyone do that? Uh, you haven't put a good efficient. reason for it. Because it's efficient, right? Because then you've got all the toilet paper you're going to need for when it gets to that stage of the of the, the process. You don't have to be ripping off the toilet paper and going as, as you go. Do you know what I mean? So basically, I've got a stash of toilet paper ready to go on my knee mm. when it gets to Your, that stage of the process. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like uh, meal prep. <laughs> Have you seen how people do that? They get yes. all their meals ready on, on Sunday, and then they freeze them all, or yeah, put them yeah, in yeah. the fridge or whatever. Yeah. You're basically doing that with toilet paper. Exactly. Uh, uh, no, I don't get that. That's totally weird, and it's not efficient at all. I have asked on 131060 for anybody else in Australia. It's a big country. This, to call in. How many people in the country have we got again? Um, so 22 million. 22, 23 million And, now? mate, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so far. Uh, wait, we've got one coming through. Olivia, um, do you do this as well? Hi. Yes, I do that. I can't believe. I just got in the car and I heard you say it, and I can't <laughs> believe someone else does it. <laughs> hey, you found a soulmate, Dom. <laughs> So, Dom, what did you and Olivia bond over? <laughs> yeah. It's a long story. Yeah. How did Mummy and Daddy meet? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is all we got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the show back, uh, search for us on iTunes. You can search for the Collective Now podcast there. We'll see you at 11 p.m. tomorrow night. And thanks to Olivia for coming to Dom's Rescue. <laughs> Uniting Uber drivers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.